of her hand on the bottom edge of the touchpad without questioning the navigator's cry. The anomaly appeared at the top right-hand portion of the view screen. Colors of all hues and variations swirled with a brightness that momentarily blinded everyone until the ship compensated, darkening the main screen. The ship lurched as if someone had grabbed it and jerked it to one side. Klaxons went off, warning of a major hull breach. In the next instant, all the lights went out. The anomaly flooded space with its intensity, but that was the least of her worries. For some inexplicable reason, the manta was sliding sideways directly into the thick of the unexplainable object. Full power, Chambliss! Get this ship out of its grasp! Avery yelled. I'm trying, sir! The warcraft was sluggish, regardless of what she tried to do. The sleek, coarsier model could only minimally respond. Gritting her teeth, Kellen continued to struggle with the controls, but even the touchpad felt stiff beneath her hand. "'Jules, where's our quarry?' Avery inquired. "'Hard to tell, sir.' Kellen squinted into the morass, but was unable to spot the long, black craft. She wondered if the Senecians had also been caught up in this mess, or if they'd managed to elude it when the anomaly engulfed its pursuer. Chambliss, why aren't we away? The captain barked. Engines aren't responding, she snapped back. Mallory, engine report. They're grinding away, Captain, but I'm afraid it's a losing battle. Chambliss. The engines were doing their duty, so the man was assuming she wasn't doing hers. Biting back a quick retort, she shook her head. That thing has us. We aren't making any headway. The manta suddenly shuddered, throwing everyone back and forth and tossing those who weren't buckled in their seats across the bridge. The ship lurched again, and this time the gravity units failed. Amid the chaos, all personnel tried to remain calm. Within a matter of seconds, what had appeared to be an all-out chase and destroy of an enemy vessel had become a matter of survival. The Senecian vessel was no longer a priority. Escaping the anomaly was. We've lost life support, Bertriel hollered. No sooner were the words out of his mouth than the low rumble which had always filled the ship vanished. Kellen gasped at the realization. The engines were offline. The manta was literally floating like debris inside the strange cloud which had enveloped them. Arvi yelled something at her, but it didn't register. Frantically, she worked the controls, trying to get a response, any kind of response from the ship. She wasn't aware of the navigator calling her name until he reached over the console and whacked her on the arm. She glanced up at him. Can you bear sixteen degrees, starboard? I can't bear a sixth of a degree anywhere, she told him. Not without the engines. An idea flashed in her mind, something she'd been taught in pilot school, but never actually used, not even in simulation. Taking her hand away from the accelerator, she flipped the toggle on the intercom. Mallory, this is Chambliss. Mallory here, the head of engineering answered. Do the brakes work? It took the man exactly one second to get where she was heading. Hold. He was back less than a minute later. You have brakes. Quickly, she thumbed the controls from the engines to the braking system with a swipe of her left thumb, then pushed the power bars upward with her right. The ship jiggled as it blew itself into reverse. Gradually, there was the sensation of listing to one side. 
Kellen snatched the slight advantage and turned the vessel in that direction, allowing whatever pull of gravity that had a hold on the manta to steer it out of the anomaly. Sweet move, Kel, the navigator murmured where only she could hear. We're not out of the woods yet, she whispered back. The vessel was moving, but at an extremely slow speed. But it was moving nonetheless, and that was better than being in a dead standstill at the whim of space and all its invisible currents. Kellen opened her mouth to ask Jules what was pulling them, but Arvy beat her to it. Where are we headed, Jules? he asked again. Unable to tell, sir, not until we get clear of this anomaly. What is that thing, anyhow? Anyone know? Dayal questioned. Sir, Bertrail's voice cracked with tension. Food converters are completely non-functional. Water systems are non-functional. Give me some good news, Arvy ordered.